So, today we are back with another episode, but we're going to be talking about the pressure of social media. How do you deal with it? My personal struggle, your personal struggle, Mr. Ben James, Ben James Kelly. Yep. We're back, myself and Emil. And for anyone who's listening on podcast um, format, just just consider yourself lucky because Emil is wearing a shirt today that is very outrageous. It is. And absolutely. It, it, so, yeah. You, you, well, I mean, it could either be a blessing that they see it or not. Depends. Actually, kind of like a throwback to... Fresh Prince a little bit. It does feel Fresh Princey, and and I'm a big fan of Will Smith, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take it. Yeah, but we're not back in the you know we're not in the in the nineties. But this is what this is about: the pressure of social media <laughs> and trying to always show up like we have to. So in I'm this episode, make an example of me already. In, in this episode, we're gonna actually talk about that about shaming about selfies, men versus women. Um, why is it acceptable for, for women to do selfies and why is it not acceptable for men or why do we judge men, even though Ben does them? Um, I know, well, he yeah. does a couple of selfies. Well, yeah. Yeah, um, I do it every now and again. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about other stuff, self-discrepancy, social media, comparison maybe, a little bit about comparison, intentions, maybe some of our own rules of thumb as to how we post and, and what and when. And how we engage in social media and even with other people. And um, the, the dopamine hit that we receive when we get a like, um, the addictions that we have with social media, because yeah. it can be addictive. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, Maybe just how to deal with some criticisms. Maybe. I think some people really have a hard time with uh, the opinions of other people, especially when it comes to, and everyone's got one yeah. on social media, especially, right? It's very easy. Very and, easy to have an opinion on. And the main reason why we wanted to do this episode, the gap. How do you show up in real life and how people experience you versus how do you show up on social media? So And yeah. another big one. And this is one of the, one of the other ones that a lot of I hear a lot is like social media ruins relationships. And we we'll, we might touch a little bit on that one because that's obviously a big one that shows up for a lot of people. So but yeah, I mean social media has, has taken has just blown up over the last what? 15 odd years or something like that. Mm. It's really changed the landscape of how people live and how they engage with each other. So we figured we'd go into a topic like this. So where, where, where do you think we should begin? Where should we begin? We've got a wife. I think, I think we should start with us. I think uh, how we both handle pressure of social media. What are our rules of thumb? How many, like how long do you spend on social media a day? Well, I mean, that's, a, that's the tricky thing as well. Um, probably, probably more than maybe I should, if I'm being transparent. Um, I've got a cap of two hours. Is that your on your Instagram? Yeah, Instagram and 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 on Facebook. The the the, the that's the thing is like my business is pretty much run through my phone, mm. and I can use that as validation to be on it probably a little bit longer than what I should be. Right? Yeah. Am I as effective on it as I should be? Um. No, that's something that I definitely need to get get an improvement on. Um, and I can see the, the addictive behavior of it. It's like you just become – it becomes automated, right? Mm-hmm. You're just like – you just go to reach your phone. If your phone's out of distance, you're, like, you're going for it even though it's not there. It's just not like on the loop. It just like becomes automated thing that you're doing. It's like, okay, I'm doing nothing. I may as well just go to my phone. Just sitting there becomes like such a 
an odd thing to do. It's like, well, I may as well be on my phone. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've got to, I try to, I try to drop it down. Um, again, most of my stuff is in like groups or in messages. Um, yeah, I spend a lot of time in messages on social media. And then it's just like, again, do I then go and do my messaging and have it blocked out? It's like, mm, no. So I'm definitely not going to be dishing out any, any lessons on effectiveness because that's one thing I'm trying to improve on. But what about you? You've got a cap? I have a cap of 45 minutes. Do I follow it? Some days I do, some days I don't. Um, I think with me in social media, I go in and out. Like I used to have a rule like don't touch your phone straight up. I go in and out of that in the morning. It's the hardest thing to do because sometimes we all use our phone as um, an alarm. So now I turn my phone off and I use my iPad. But it's still. Yeah. We have one of our other friends has like an old school clock. Yeah. Like an old school alarm. You know, ones where like you had when you were young. Yeah. One of those. Keeps their phone charging away from them somewhere else. I think it's a brilliant idea. I think they should bring back the alarm clock because it really is one of those things where it's like the first thing you want to do is you want to check who messaged you, who commented, did somebody write to me or DM me, Yeah, you know, and that's the dopamine hit. And, and this is the dangerous thing, right? Because so many of us will be so fixated on that, that even when we're out, you know, we literally are on our phones still. Like, I think somebody called us out in South Africa. I was in South Africa and, we were all being present. We were all having dinner, four of us. It was like me, Joel, Adam Roa, and another speaker. And we were, we were all being present. And just for that split second, for a moment, we literally were like, oh, I've just got to check something. And then as soon as I check something, everyone got Adam permission to be able to do it. And, yeah. then, and then Joel checked something. And then all of a sudden, only literally for that two minutes, the four of us were on at the same time replying to something. And then the table next to us literally was like, it was an English couple. They were like, off your phone, guys. And we were literally like, we, we just got on it. Like we were being present the whole time. And it is, it's a slap in the face to go, how many of us are present and how many of us are constantly on our phones? And especially like I, I've had this with my partner, my ex-partner. Um, you're always on your phone. You're never being present, you know, and... You know, this is one of those things where it's like, are we getting more of a fix of an illusion of what we watch versus actually being present with the people that are in front of us? Yeah, I have need. I just, it, mine are just a knee-jerk reaction now. Mm. So we just sat there and it's just like, I'll just go. And it's like, and again, I have to catch myself. And like, I've asked my partner, Paola, to go, are you, are you doing anything? Like, I've given her permission to go and actually say that. Because again, I'm like, I, I'm unconsciously, Ungoverned, it might take a couple of minutes for me to realize what I'm doing. Mm. So I've been able to give her permission to go, hey, is what you're doing important? I can go, oh, and, you know, it actually, actually is pressing. Or I can go, you know what? It's actually not. But we've created that, that stance where she's going to, I've given her permission to be able to do that. Where she's not like, I'm just having to go. Right. We've had to work out how we communicate around that. Because mm. I did at one point used to get triggered. And I used to say, so it's like, well, you know what? How do you expect me to be able to live out here? You know, I need to run, run a business. I've got to be, you know, and it's like, but that's sort of how I, but then the, the further on our relationship got started, like we realized that a lot of the time I wasn't actually being super effective. And it's like, uh, so I gave her permission to go, like, is what you're doing? Effect? Mm, actually, no, just yeah. a knee jerk. You're right. hundred percent. And I've given her permission to be able to go and do that. Mm. You know? 
What's the deal with this? Is an interesting, yeah, an interesting question. I didn't even actually think I was going to say this, but what's the deal with like liking? Are you allowed to like other women's pictures? Uh, is she allowed to like other men's pictures? Is you know, do we get jealous by that? Is what is okay? What is not okay? This is well, they had to have. They used to have that feature where you could see what who you following, like the stuff, I and that. Think and I got hit up. I was dating a girl back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day, you mm. know. Years ago, way back, way before pal, years and years and years, and she she hit me up, and I didn't I didn't even look at that feature myself. I never even gave it a thought, and she'd hit me up and say, "Oh, are you liking all this?" I go, "How do you know that?" I go, "Because I checked the thing, and I said, I'm like, okay." And then that feature got taken away. <laughs> I, love right. I love that it's taken away. Hey, I love that it's gone. Well, because I mean, that's the thing. A lot of people give more weight to a like than what, you know, oh, they, like, even when you get one, oh, I got a like. It's like, it's literally like that. Yeah. And we give so much relevancy to it. It took no effort to me and actually means extremely little on when we get them. Mm. And also when we dish them out, it's like, oh, I like this person's thing. That's going to say, oh, I've got an interest. Yeah. And it's like, no, literally, they probably went read it. Oh, I liked what you wrote. Mm. It was as simple as that. But we read so much into it. But yeah, um, it depends on how much you trust your partner. Obviously, well, that's what it comes My down girl can to. Walk, but like whatever she wants. Yeah, but the thing is, if you're looking for something, if you have maybe it's an insecurity, maybe it's a fear like of abandonment, maybe it's you don't trust your partner. You're gonna look for it. You'll go snooping, and you'll look for it and make every single little thing mean that that. See, they're doing it, right? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's a two-way street. It's like if, you, if you're having to do that in the first place, is this the right relationship for exactly. you? Exactly. Like really that's a question to ask yourself. Yeah, just bring it to the forefront. Mm. That's just an aspect of what brings it to the forefront. If, if you bring insecurity to the forefront, mm. they already existed. Whatever triggered it yeah. is, more, is less important than what the actual – what was underlying and what was there before it even happened, mm. right? So um, I don't keep tabs on – on what pal is like and right i don't care like i trust it that's what trust is it's like yeah right but we hear all the time um social media has fucked relationships is that something do you yeah, hear that i've heard that i mean the thing is it's 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 led a trail to you being unfaithful because it's like people have found out like there's always a trail this is what's crazy they what do they say that women Make the best detectives. <laughs> oh yeah, because they literally oh, yeah. can trace back. Like, da, 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 da. I mean, so can guys. Guys can look for it and be like, "Well, you like this person." That's like things have been found out because of social media. You started following this person. This this happened. This happened. This happened. It's like it's it's no joke. It's changed the way we show up on a consistent basis. It sh it changes the way we show up and present ourselves in real life. Mm. And when you think about it. How many of us, and I struggle with this, right? Like this is the gap I'm trying to close, is how do I show up in real life versus how do I show up on social media? Because and I'm, I'm an emotional intelligence coach, right? Mm. So I talk about facts and this and that. But man, you know me, Ben. Like my girlfriend knows me as I'm, I'm a goofball. Like I can joke, I talk shit. I'm, you know, I'm not always like blah 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 blah. The social, emotional intelligence will affect your mind, and this and that. Like that's not how I am. I like to have fun, and I'm kind of bridging the gap now. But I had to make a conscious choice, 
and I had to be aware that I was doing it. And it only occurred to me one year, it was last year actually, when I was running an Elevate event mm. and we was, I was speaking and, um, you know, we had a lot of big speakers and coaches there that had really big followings and I had the least amount of followers and, and I was getting feedback on a consistent basis. Oh my God, Emil, you show up so differently when you're speaking versus on social media. And they were like, we, we want you to speak more and this and that. And I just occurred to me, I was like, holy shit, that's the side that I'm not allowing to be seen on social media. And that was a subconscious pattern of like me wanting to get the acceptance or the approval. I should do it like this. Otherwise, I won't get the acceptance or the approval or it won't, won't fly very well. I don't want to piss people off. I want to be liked, right? And I had to constantly battle with that and go, okay. And still to this day, I have to ask myself, I'm like, am I doing this because I want to put it out there? Or am I doing this to be liked? Am I doing this because it sounds good? And I have to question. And even with some of my stories, like I've, I've recorded something and I'll be like, oh, should I put that out there? And I have to go, do I want to put that out there? Is this part of me? Mm. And it's, I think that's a great question for everybody to ask. Is this part of me? Is this part of my values? And if it is, and I put it out there, then who cares? But we do. We think of people, and, and this is one thing that we, we do, and I do, and I know it because I analyze it. I go, ooh, how would that person see that? And that's a great way to check in and go, who are you worrying about? Like, whose opinions are you worried about? Check into that. Go deeper with yourself with that. If this person doesn't approve of you, how will you feel about yourself? Because I think so many of us do. We put things out online just to get the approval of the acceptance. But it's not a really a true indication of who we really are. And that's where the loneliness happens. That's where the gap happens. Like, there's a big gap where it's like, I'm putting stuff out there and it looks good, but I'm actually fucking lonely. Because I haven't really embraced who I really am. And I'm not really showing people who I really am. Yeah, so you, you're, you're someone that goes, like, occasionally goes weeks without posting anything. Yeah. Obviously got more pressing, yeah, pressing I, things to do, right? Yeah, so I, I, I go in and out. Sometimes I'm consistent, sometimes I'm not. Right now I'm kind of in the middle of, like, creating new systems because I'm doing new videos like this and creating a plan for it. But honestly, like, I have so much work going on right now that I'm like, I can't be bothered. It takes up so much time sometimes for me. So if it's taking up time and it's taking me away from like what my vision is, then mm -hmm. social media to me doesn't, it's not a big part for me. I still like to put, you know, the odd story on because it can be quick, put it on, done. But yeah. when, if I have to sit there for a post and be like, write a post and do this and do that. And I'm like, cool, but it's not, it's not what floats my boat all the time. Mm. No, you, you know, you're talking about like who you're trying to impress and everything like that mm. or who you're doing this for. Um, I think, I, I do think a lot of people get caught up on, on focusing more on people who know them only by reputation through their social media yeah. as opposed to the character of which the people closest to them know them for. Yeah. Right? And it's like, all these people that know you by reputation, they're going to be speaking at your funeral. The people who know you and know you by character will be. Mm. Right. And I think that's the kind of the way that I, I view social media. It's like I'm 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 more concerned of 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 the character of which people around me who are close to me know more than pandering to 
the reputation that a whole bunch of people who see two to five percent of what I am on social media, mm. you know what I mean? And there's a saying, it's like the more you know someone, the more harder it is to follow on social media. And I think that's kind of like because some people know people and it's like the way that they show up, there's a massive, there's a massive discrepancy, right? There's a gap. There's a ma- I mean, there's a massive gap. And I think, you know, talking talking about before with um and that's this is a big reason as to like why I'm trying to do more video and like and and um uh podcasts and whatnot mm-hmm. is because i think you're, you're similar to me like we we write we like to write and you post stuff like if it doesn't feel right i ask you know what's the intention do you feel obliged that you have to post right now yeah are you posting because you're just like oh it's been weeks or, or a week that you haven't are you just posting because you've, you want to say something as opposed to having something like having something actually to say mm. and um being able to bridge that gap of people feeling like they know me a little bit more than just you know, sort of a curated um, post all the time, mm. right? So was that a big thing of like wanting to do more of like getting out on video as well, having that be an outlet that you're choosing more? So is that sort of like obviously because you feel like you can promote, uh, provide more value in that sense, but also because um, you feel like people are going to get more of a sense of who you are as opposed yeah. to like – Simply through photos. Exactly that. I feel like when we're having conversations, it's not like I'm now going to do a motivational video. I'm now going to speak about into distance and that. Like I feel like mm. when we're having conversations, it's just like we're just expressing what is coming up for us. And it's a practice. I think it's a practice of learning how to allow those parts of you to be seen and not try and cover it and be ashamed about it. And, you know, we, we poke fun about it at ourselves. Like how many times I'm like, oh, that would be a funny topic to talk about. And I'm like, now we've set the space up to do it because it's like, it's sometimes that's what needs to be put out there. You know, not many, not much people are talking about it. Like we talk about the facts. Everybody knows that there's addictions with social media. But remember when we first talked about this topic, we were like, well, there's so many things. Mm. There's such a massive gap. Yeah. The authenticity and then feeling like if I put this out there, I'm going to be seen. And which is actually our next topic. Like, what does it mean to be seen? like really seen because everybody can put out their best selves and looks good. looks awesome. This is the dangerous part about social media is that we watch and we compare and there's such, you've heard that saying that, you know, comparison is a thief of joy. And it is, we get this FOMO where we look at someone else and we look at their lives and then we compare and we look back at our lives and we go, Oh my God, that person has the happiest life. That person has traveled all over the world. You know, these social media couples, you know, where they're holding their hands or they're getting pulled, right? And sometimes it's just your friend pulling your hand. These elaborate, <laughs> these elaborate yeah. set up um, yeah. picnics with all these fairy lights yeah. and on it, top of a and volcano. amazing. And, and this is the pressure also that we put on our relationships because we're looking outside and comparing and going, how come we don't do that? Or how come we don't do that? And I think everybody has to have their own rules for how they show up in a relationship because it can be dangerous. You know, the notebook fucked up so many couples. Think about it. Oh, media fucked up. Media, <laughs> media, media. Um, I think the, the way that media has, perpet- has portrayed through songs, yeah. through movies, mm. they've completely fucked up 
how people, the reality around relationships. But the notebook especially, think about it. The dude wrote 150 letters. Oh, yeah. Swam across a, a lake of swans. Really? Did you? Yeah. <laughs> we should bring it up. Well, this is the thing. It's like, that's the thing about media and like with all the songs and stuff and how people, it's like, oh, I want that. Yeah. And then they have this ideology around what that looks like and feels like. And then it's like, they think that the couples or the songs or the things is like, oh, that's how it should be. And when it's anything other than that, oh, this is, this is fucked. Mm. And I think like romance and how it's been shown on social media has completely ruined yeah, true romance. Like true romance, it's yeah. actually, it's actually completely destroyed. Like, it. How much is too much? Like when we think about it, and this is just a question for everybody that's listening or watching, how much is too much? Do I constantly go out for, for dinners with my partner and make sure I'm taking a picture of her? Um, am I videoing and putting her on every story? Um, what if I don't want to show my own? Like, so you mean like people, like sometimes you'll see like a dude and he doesn't want to tag his girl because he doesn't want like no one, no one going to a profile or whatever. This is yeah, going there, there could, there could, Yeah, there could be so many things. Like, there, there's one side of like the guy goes, I don't want people to know who my girlfriend is or go to her profile. There's the other side of, I'm ashamed of my partner and I don't want to show that. And then there's the other side of, and then there's another side where it's just like, it's just not how I like to put, I like to keep my partner, my partnership yeah. to myself, which is what my, my relationship's like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Depends on the, on the, on the, on the reason behind it, obviously. But then that's a hit in itself. That's a dopamine hit. Oh my God, they posted on me. How come they haven't posted me in like three weeks? Is there something wrong? We've got a friend that had a, <laughs> we've got a friend who, uh, we won't talk too much about it, but um, his his girlfriend got on his case about forcing him to post nice stuff about her on social media, mm-hmm. and got really hard on him when he didn't like he had other important stuff to do, and really drove it home that you need to you need to you write need to nice things about me. Tell the people how much you love me. Didn't she write, she, she wrote out yeah, basically I mean, what to write yeah. and choose this photo and post it up. Yeah, it was pretty. It's, and that's, where, that's, when, that's the unhealthy part. That's the part of like control, right? And even as I was saying it, your eyes were like. Oh, it, I, it ticked over. I was like, where have I, where have I heard this before? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because we found that quite. Uh, that, oh, that relationship obviously didn't last a hell of a lot longer <laughs> beyond that. Definitely fizzled out fast. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's, it's like this, the whole thing of being seen and going, can I acknowledge my partner without having to show it to the world? Does that make it any less? Mm. Right? Does it have to be out there? And even when we put ourselves out there, can I be seen? And when I'm being seen, like, what does it mean to be seen? Because ultimately we all want to be seen, heard, approved of, loved. We all want to be loved, but so many of us only want to put out the good side. And this is the problem. The positive side, the side that always looks good, the side that's always having a great time. And this is where like we talk about toxic positivity is like, let's just put out a quote every single time. Let's just put out everything that's going well, but we're actually sitting at home and we're like, we're lonely and we're in depression and we're because we're comparing to people that are constantly putting out only the good side. And now we've heard it so many times, but it is an actual problem. 
when we don't speak about real shit, real things that are coming up for mm. us, the pressures, especially right now with what's happening right now in the world. I think that comes with, I, I think that comes with um, exposure to enough, to, to enough humans to get a, to get a gauge. Mm. And um, two people who are, who are living, like I know for me, like I don't need anyone to show me their hardships or pitfalls for me to know, for, for me to know that they have them, mm. right? Like I just, I know if you're human, I know that I've, yeah. I've got enough examples of, or, or have, having met people, you know, no human behavior to a certain extent. Like for me personally, I don't need you to show me any of your hardships for me to know that you have them. Mm. You, if you want to post up all the positive stuff, I don't care. Like I personally don't care, but I think, and I think that's kind of like the good thing about living in Bali as well, is that we do come across so many people um, who live these lives and you meet them in real life. And it's, it's not even remotely, remotely close to being the case. And when you build up enough experience of that, you do really postpone your, your, your viewpoints beyond the surface level of what you see on social media mm. and, you know, take it with a grain of salt unless you actually really spend a good quality a chunk of time with someone, right? So I know for me personally, that's not a big thing, but for a lot of people, they do get into this comparison mode, you know, around like these people traveling this and doing that. Da, da, da. I mean, often at times they didn't know what was required to even get to that point. They didn't see the struggle to get there. I think it just kind of was a luck thing a lot of the time. Sometimes it is a luck thing. And it's, right? a, and it's also, the, there's so many things on social media right now. Like let's talk about Instagram. There's, there's filters. There's filters beyond mm. filters. There's presets that you can buy now. I'm yep. seeing a lot more come out of, which I'm like, still like, what do you mean by this and by this minus preset, right? Um, and how much is dangerous because, you know, we talk about selfies and we talk about like there's selfie apps that you can actually apparently like make your cheekbones come out and there's things that make your lips bigger. There's things that will change your eye color. Like how much is, is too much? Yeah. And, and the effects it can have on the brain to go, I don't like this about myself. I'm rejecting this part about myself. And I only like it when it like looks like this and it has this filter and it's perfect, which is dangerous. Well, just, well, just discretion. Like, like I like editing photos. Mm. Like I, I like, I like, um, that's, that's kind of like a little bit of a correct creative outlet for me. Mm. Like I'm in quite, like I'm quite masculine all the time mm. in my work. The, the, the way that you succeed is being able to follow systems and structures mm. well and being simplified. Yeah. It doesn't provoke a hell of a lot of creativity, maybe in some of the marketing it can. Um, but as far as, I guess, lighting and color, mm. that's, that's the extent of which I go. Yeah. Um, so I, I think you're talking about like people altering their body shape and altering Absolutely. their face and, yeah. um, and all those sorts of things. And it happens all the time. Like I was a model before that dude and before social media was even out. Like yeah, you I, didn't have to because you're just super symmetrical as it was, right? So, <laughs> Dude, I had a, a photographer Photoshop my chest and I looked at it like, does my chest look bigger in this picture? And 
that was like that was 10 years ago you know what i'm saying yeah. and and you would notice little things but not like to the extent and then now it's getting to the point where it's like it's 10 times even more everybody can do it and it was even bad in the modeling game because models were like that's not my body my hips weren't that wide my, my waist wasn't that small you know so it can be dangerous when it's constantly put out there on a consistent basis you have to look like this and I think what mm. we really got to get connected to is going, okay, how can I embrace that part of me and own it? And I know it's easier said than done, but it's like the comparison, check in, what am I comparing for? What am I looking to find? Because if you feel better about what you're comparing about, then you're going to feel superior. But if you're not, if you're feeling not as good about yourself and you look online, you see maybe it's a girl with a, a better body than you or a guy with that's got more muscles then you're going to feel inferior. And then that's when you go into your shit. Oh, I've got to work out. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. Like I caught, I caught the other day. I was like, I was looking at this. Um, I looked on social media and I saw this dude that was working out and I follow him because he has really good uh, weight routines. He, provi he provides value. Yeah. He and provides he, and he value shows you proper things. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, I want to get that muscle big. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, man, you're not that bad. But it's funny how I can... You well, yeah, there's a fine line between it. being inspired, yeah. but like being inspired and having someone like mm. motivate you to go and up level an aspect of your life. And I mean, this is the, the I mean, this is the the contrast is like there's a lot of people, and like I catch myself, mm. like I catch myself thinking in my head, "What's the point of you?" Mm. Like I I hear myself say that, like and again, like judgmental or whatnot. You know, someone that's just like it's just attractive. Like it's like like I don't get what like the value mm. there's no value i don't feel like it like i know yeah, i don't get value. this is not proving my life whatever right it was just and like with some of the guys i was just like throw away quotes nothing i don't it's like okay we're all well and good but like i don't get where there's any value of it mm. right but again like i think as well it's it's like a, a clear expectations sort of thing i think viewing that stuff if you've got accurate and clear expectations it lines a little bit like if you expect that like a lot a good chunk of people that's not what they actually look like mm. it doesn't affect you as much i think it's when people have they don't have accurate expectations or understanding around the reality of things does it affect them mm. right like i can look at a lot of guys and they can be in better shape than me um and for a good part i know that a lot of them are on steroids and that's completely fine it doesn't throw me out it's like well you know what if i cared that much about that then maybe i'd go down that route but my value systems are somewhere else so i'm not all that bothered my comparison isn't i'm not all that self-depreciating because i feel great i feel amazing and my values lie somewhere else but i know mm. whereas there was a point in time where um i look at these guys and go all i need to do is do their same their same thing their same uh, program, and I'd end up looking the same as them. And when I didn't, I'd be like, well, I'm not doing it hard enough, I'm not training hard enough, all these sorts of things. Well, one thing was left out, and I just wasn't aware of it. Mm. It's like, oh, they were doing stuff that I'm not doing that's allowed them to look that way, and I'm wondering why the fuck I don't. Yeah. And then I realized, well, missed a pretty important sort of aspect out of how you, how, how you arrived at that body shape, and it was not in the way that I was going to be able to because I lacked that knowledge. And once I realized that, did I start to actually go, 
I didn't choose to go and take the same route. I was just like, look, you can't, you, you can't compare yourself because mm. my expectations were at least accurate. And then I, it, it became healthy, me not looking like anyone else or feeling like anyone else or whatever, right? Mm. So I think that's the biggest thing. It's just like people's expectations fuck them up. It's one thing for people to be doing it. And it's another thing for how people view the people doing it. Right. And this is obviously a big thing. The judgment. The judgment With women, yeah, say. the comparison, the, the judgment. And, but I think there is a big, like there's, 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 there's discrepancy, you know, self-discrepancy. Mm with how we want people to to see us or how we want to view ourselves mm. and how we want other people to see us and how we think we ought to be seen. And that's the thing about social media is it gets it allows people to create this alternate universe where they get to dictate how they'd like to view themselves and how they'd like to be seen. Yeah. And we do come across it. I've met people in real life and, and they've been they've got social media skills but no social skills in real life. Because their whole value is hitched up on the social media aspect, and they've they've dropped off when it comes to actual. Their value isn't in what happens in real life. Well, it's also the you, maybe you've got a fear of actually learning how to socialize in real life. Maybe you don't have the skills to actually connect the e, the EQ, the yeah, and that intelligence. becomes a crux. Social so then media you're becomes like, a well, crux. Stuff that I'll just be online because I know I can get that that hit online. I know I can. I've had, I've met guys that have hundreds of thousands million million followers and they come and talk to you in real, real life and they don't know how to connect properly we come across it all the time in bali all the time yeah. and it's very interesting like how you see people online confident this mm. that and the other you meet them in person sheepish right because now it's it's i haven't been i i can't curate this mm. You can't curate real life as much as you can on social media, right? So you mean it's like now it's a fear because mm. now I'm not safe. You get to get a real perspective because I can't, I can't control and dictate this situation as much as I can online, right? And it, it's again, it's all. Then you were mentioning, you know, we meet people with like large amounts of accounts, and mm. I think also that people confuse this uh, i need to do this this way so i can become big becoming big will improve my lifestyle or becoming big or getting more more followers maybe that's i'm gonna get more money this equals this which equals this which equals this it's totally doesn't and doesn't yeah and we know this because and again this is what we're hoping that you know through you know talking more about this stuff that people get to see what we see and why sort of i think our mental health around social media is 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 all right mm. is not too bad and it's like i think and again like people do confuse being big for meaning that in where well, that will improve my lifestyle it's like no being actually great at what you do and providing value is ultimately what if you become big as a byproduct of that cool but like i think for me it would be my worst nightmare to become big and huge and have it been built on a house of cards of just trying to become big for the sake of becoming big and not actually getting there off of off of providing some value like it's like people becoming famous and from like a reality tv show 
Oh, you anyone know, can do that. But that's what I'm saying. They become famous, all of a sudden their accounts grow, all of a sudden it's like this inflatedness. And this is nothing against people that have done that. What I'm saying is, is knowing that if you are insecure about one thing before you were famous, when you become big, it's just going to inflate that. It's yeah. going to make it bigger. It's just going to make it, it's like a magnifying glass, just honing in on that. So you want to check in and go, okay, what is it that I value? Because we always want to make sure, is this in alignment with my values? If it's not, there's a gap. If this isn't in alignment with my character, why am I posting it? And check in. Do I want the love? Do I need the acceptance right now? Maybe I don't feel so good right now. I need to put something out and I get some hits. Then I get that dopamine hit. Yeah, I think like sometimes I do feel like a little bit of pressure. Like I feel like my following follows me because, you know, well, some of them, some of them might just be thirsty women. That's always going to happen. But, um, well, probably less so since I've gotten a girlfriend. Uh, but I put pressure on myself to be able to write good content. And it's like one of my things that I've had to do for myself is to go and try to break away from that. So sometimes I do write like just things that are flippant mm. um, to take the pressure off me feeling like, oh, I have to hit hit it out of the ballpark every time with how great my content is and like wanting them to appreciate and like pandering to, to what everyone, what I think other people might like, as opposed to showing more of just who I am. And that's been a process that I've had to experience lately is to try and break away from this isn't good enough. Mm. What you what you've written here is not good enough for your people. Yeah. Cause they, they, they're here for the way that you write. And it's like, you end up holding yourself to this stand. And I, I like, sometimes I'll go weeks and weeks without, cause it's just like, I see this stuff and I'm like, not good enough. Mm. And then I just don't post at all. And so again, like sometimes it's like wondering what's the intention of why I'm posting it. And sometimes it is not to provide, maybe it's your own personal thing where it's like, I'm posting this because I'm, I'm posting cause I like it. And what comes afterwards, I have to break that cycle of being governed by by what comes after what I do, as opposed to build my self-worth, as opposed to me simply, there's been times where I've like hovered over posting or something. It's like, you're gonna post this right now, so you break the chains. You continue to break the chains of putting your self-worth in what comes after this. And that's been a practice. What's the intention? I'm posting this because I want to, and your self-worth isn't governed by what comes after this. And sometimes I'm intentionally post things where I don't think a whole bunch of people will actually like it. Mm. So and I can break how, that. Yeah. And how do you feel when you don't get the likes that you normally get? Well, Ooh, that didn't hit. Well, then you start to get, you, you break that mm. and you start to realize like you, your self-worth in yourself starts to grow when you realize and turn your attention to it's not hitched on the amount of double click someone does on a screen. Cause that's really at the end of the day, what it is. Someone going like that. Mm. Another person going like that. Ooh. I'm, my behavior is going to be governed by people going like this. Yes. And that to me as a, as, as a grown adult man, when you realize that you're, that you're, you're behaving and potentially governed by that, you start to go, dude, you start to tap in and go, well, check in with why you're actually posting what you're posting. Mm. And it's like a, a lot of times I do because I got caught up as like everything I post has to be a value. And it has to, people have to really resonate and value this and everything like that. And it got to a point where I was like, I needed to break that. So I turned to just posting literally shit that I like and liked so I could build my, so I wasn't governed 
by needing the validation or the like. So the intention of the post was actually for me, for my own reasons, as opposed to got nothing to do with providing value to the, the value that's coming for me doing this right now is me breaking any potential cycle that there is with that, right? And then going, this is the reason behind why, why I'm doing this particular one. And again, like sometimes I literally just generally don't feel like posting. It's stuff when you have like a brand and you've got a business that relies on like well, if it does, marketing and if stuff I like that. If I have to post, I'm, I know I'm not coming from a place of value. Yeah. I'm coming from a place of force. If I go, I have to post today because I haven't posted, then I'm coming from lack. I'm, I'm coming from the thing of like, I need to do that. And every time you're coming from lack, you're, you're not actually allowing anything to flow. Whenever I get an idea or maybe it's from meditation or maybe it's with a client, I'm like, oh, that would be good value. Then I'll post it because yeah. I know that that's going to give value. Yeah. But if I know I'm like, I'm just doing this because I have to, then I just don't post. No, so many times it's just not set right. I'm like, I'm going to get closer. And, I'm, and, I'm, and it's just like, it just doesn't, it just felt like I was trying to force it. Mm. And I just was like, no. Nah. And I was fine with that. Right. And then something just like sometimes lightning strikes you, you're like, sweet. And you just throw it out without much of a thought. And it's just, yeah, I think it's you just got to always just got to check in about like, what, what's your, what's your, what's your intention? Mm. What's what my intention? This? Does this align with my values? Am I doing this for approval or acceptance? Those yeah. all, all valid questions to ask yourself when posting. And if I put this out there, can I accept it and not have to wait? And, and this is what we do also. Like, I'm, I'm guilty of this. I'll go and check. How's that, how's that going? Are people liking it? What, you know, what are your ideal times to post? And I think it is smart because if you want to hit your audience to post at a certain time that your audience is on, but also not always be governed by, oh, what do you guys want to hear all the time? Because then it's, it's, it's a push-pull. Mm. It's like, am I always just going for what they want? Or is this me? Because yeah. then I become slave to it again. Well, I think that's a good, that might be a good, a good task for a lot of people is if you feel like you're bound by that, go and post something that you genuinely just like mm. at a time which you typically don't think is a good time to do it. Mm. And see how you feel about yourself. This is, that'll be interesting. And just leave your phone and don't worry about what's going on with it. Mm. And then the more you do that, the more you start to find yourself just doing, doing, showing up in a way that you're actually just happy with mm. and on point with you as opposed to appeasing what you think the masses are going to like, right? And again, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a self-worth thing as well. It's so also, I can love myself just as much if I get none as, as I do if I, if I got a thousand, right? Well, it's interesting. What, another good exercise you guys can do is monitor how you feel about yourself on the day you post versus the days you don't. Yeah. So check in and go, okay, how do I feel about myself on the day that I don't have people blowing up my phone or likes? And then monitor how you feel on the days that you don't because that's a great indication to see where you're at. And obviously you will, because it is a dopamine hit, which I'm going to read out now. Physiology, brain chemistry leaves us craving more likes. So just well, just so mm. re for reference, that um, for people who aren't uh, seeing this on video, Emil's, Emil's um, going to read some uh, social media stats. And Interesting facts. Around um, mental health and social media. So neuroscientists are studying the effects of social media on the brain and finding that positive interactions such as someone liking your tweet trigger the same kind of chemical reaction that is caused by gambling and recreational drugs. 
According to an article by Harvard University, researcher Trevor Haynes, when you get a social media notification, your brain sends a chemical messenger called dopamine along a reward pathway, which makes you feel good. Dopamine is associated with food, exercise, love, sex, gambling, and drugs, and now social media. Variable reward uh, schedules up the ante. Psychologist, I didn't read the last part, but you get the idea. Basically, what happens is it's the same hit that's going to happen whenever you have your favorite food, whenever you have sex, you know. And this is what can be dangerous is because whenever you're bored, what do we do? We pick up our phone. We got to get that hit. It's like shit. I'm not feeling so good. And this is the thing. Another thing, a side effect of social media on the brain is that spending too much time on social media isn't just a bad habit. It can have real consequences. Science shows that we are basically carrying around a little dopamine stimulator in our phone. So it's not surprising that we're constantly distracted by our phones. A TED video explains that social media makes us bad at multitasking and causes phantom vibration syndrome. I've never heard of this actually. Which is when you feel like your phone is buzzing even though it's not. Is that my phone? Like, seriously? Yeah. I never thought of that. No, I've never. Yeah. So just like a gambling or substance addiction, social media addiction involves broken reward pathways in our brains. Social media provides immediate rewards in the form of attention from your network. For a minimal effort through a quick thumb tap, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. Therefore, the brain rewires itself, making you desire likes, retweets, emoji, applause, and so on. According to TED, 5 to 10% of internet users are psychologically addicted and can't control how much time they spend online. Brain scans of social media affects social media of addicts, sorry, social media addicts are similar to those who drug dependent brains. There is a clear change in the regions of the brain that control emotions, attention and decision making. To make things worse, according to Ted, the reward centers in our brains are most active when we're talking about ourselves, which probably evokes a lot of narcissism, hence the selfies. What do I get when I put a selfie up? We'll talk about that in a sec because I want to talk about men's mm. self men selfies versus women's selfies. So in our active brains, most active when talking about ourselves, in real life, people talk about themselves 30 to put 30 to 40% of the time, social media is all about showing off your life. So people talk about themselves a whopping 80% of the time. When a person posts a picture and gets positive social feedback, it stimulates the brain to release dopamine, which again rewards the behavior and perpetuates the social media habit. Damn. Yeah, and it's just a cycle. Hmm. And it goes and it goes and goes. Now, well, they say dope, but they talk about dopamine in there. But like, what? Like, okay, cool, you're getting positive. But like, I think pr probably oh, the opposite is probably occurring more often. Well, they're saying there's actually saying that facts that people that leave, that use social media less actually uh, seem to be happier because they're not comparing, because they're being more present, because they're yeah, not yeah. relying on something outside of themselves to constantly well, feed them that dopamine. Well, I feel more connected. But again, that, that, that also falls back onto, are you using social media or are you being used by it? Yeah. 
right? Yeah. So again, and it falls back to your, your level of intentionality, right? But I think I've read something and I, uh, I read something um, a while ago and I posted up about it and it was like high school students um, have the same, it was something like this, I'm paraphrasing, mm. obviously. I haven't got the reference with me. So because of that, if you want to take it with a grain of salt, take it with a grain of salt. But um, children, uh, high school students have the same level of anxiety as a psychiatric patient in the 1950s. So if you were a psychiatric patient in the 1950s had anxiety, Holy you shit. had the same amount as a high school student in this day and age. How old are they? 13? Uh, 13 and up. Well, yeah. Well, think about it. I mean, like back in the day, we didn't have, like, I had a phone. It was like an Ericsson or a Nokia. I had Snake. Snake? Yeah. I remember Snake. Yeah. Snake. Simpler times. And even then, that was the new part of having a phone. But imagine before that, like, like primary school, we never had phones. Really saying how old I am right now. <laughs> but we didn't have mobile phones, but it's yeah. about it. Like, we didn't. Like, and now, these days, with social media, even, like, being online and, like, being part of groups, like, how many followers are we having, like, in high school? Imagine being a high school student being like, I don't have that many followers. That's going to affect how I'm seen in high school. Shit. That's scary. I mean, that's a scary thing. Um is that high school kids in that age, like they value, like one of their highest values is social acceptance. Yeah. And that probably runs, probably runs for a lot of people up until like you get to about 30. And I think really 30 like is a real tipping point of like not caring as much. Your values really shift around like late 20s. But social esteem, like I remember uh, I was in LA and I was doing a, um, thing that was it was um you go into schools and you and you sort of be a good example role model for some of the boys coming through that come up in in sort of neglected uh areas or lower socioeconomic sort of areas and just do exercises with them and things like that right mm -hmm. and i remember walking in through the school and it was like i regressed back into what it felt like to be back in primary school or high school. And I'm like the kids looking at me and judging me, I, I sunk. Like I was just like, God, it, it sunk me right back into this, this, this like state. Oh, I just, I, I just felt like I got sucked back then. I'm a grown adult. I've just been dragged back into it. I was like, God, this app is environment. It's like, am I bit like, are they judging me right now? And even with working with the kids, they were like giving me crap about like my accent and everything. <laughs> Uh, being being a str I don't know what they're talking about because it's sexy as sexy as hell, right? Um, and they're like, Bloody just give me crap about it, and I'm starting to like, go, I'm not being accepted right now. I was like, I was like, but I noticed it. I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Like mm -hmm. at that time, so but I do think, um, and I don't know how much that has to play on, um, you know, that's that that stat or whatever you want to call it um, on on social media's part on it, but I dare say that it does play a big, a big part, you know? So what about the difference? Like when we talk about the differences, like why do men get away with certain things? Why do women get away with certain things? Like it's normal for women to put selfies and like ass pics, right? And well, to some women, but other women, I mean, they, I mean, so, women, no, are, women, are, women, are, women are some of the hardest 
not on other women, women than, than than men would be. Yeah, not to all women, but I'm, but but then I'm saying like then you see a guy doing a selfie. And I don't really do selfies. I know Ben does. I do a know, couple, couple every couple every, every now and then. I, do, I, I don't mind it. Like if I'm like an, if I'm liking how I'm feeling. I got some. I feel like a, I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. Is why is it accepted for women? Because we see it so much more mm. in women, right? But we don't see it with men. So you think like, well, when I think, so men are con- condemned more for for sure for. So so like oh you're up yourself fool yourself like the way you, yeah. like. Is that what you're saying? And yeah, like so men, men don't like men, that as well. And I, I, I've judged myself. I've known myself to judge other men for doing it. But then I see a woman and I don't think twice. Mm. And it's like, what makes that okay? Like what goes, oh, that's fine because that's happening all the time. But then I see a dude and I'm like. So do you think that gets construed as like a feminine thing or like a, not, not, not so much a feminine thing as much of a thing that women would be doing? And then it makes, makes you less manly. I think that's kind of why I'm alright with it because I'm not I'm not kind of threatened by that. Mm. Um, but it's also like I mean like sometimes like it's actually accepted, right? Like I'll be looking at a girl on the thing and she's not saying anything and she's like, it's like I, go you, you like how you're feeling, you're liking the way you look, you know, liking the lighting, good, good on you. Sometimes I don't. I never used to think about it. I'd be like, oh, it's normal. And then I was like, wait, what oh am I God watching? Did that. What am I watching right now? If I saw a dude do that, I'd be like fuck is he doing but that's that's the judgment of (laughs) like going guys should not do that or shouldn't show up like that like the difference between men influencers and women influencers right and you got the guy influencers that have the six pack the tats you know Australian accent (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't I don't I don't I wouldn't tell myself an influencer no but but I'm I'm just taking a piss but what I'm saying is like the, the dudes out there that are fully jacked and they're like you know like they got hundreds and thousands of followers and it's like cool the difference between that and then the women and it's always like perfect everything shows up perfect and i think this is what we're going to be very mindful of of going what's real and what's not real and and what's an illusion and what's not an illusion you know it's like it can look all good on on screen but it's like that doesn't mean that they're necessarily happier no, yeah. that doesn't. That, 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 yeah, that is not a correspondence. I think that's to, where people think. Yeah, and I think we have to be mindful of that. Like that. Yeah, that person's getting free things all the time delivered to them. But it's like, if I'm posting constantly and it's not even in alignment with what I want, then why would I post about it? You know, it's like, are you a slave to it because you're getting it for free? Now I have to post it. Is this really what I do like? You know, I know my girlfriend gets stuff all the time, like all the time, sent to her house, and she actually sends it back and says, "You know, I don't need this." You know, or she gives it to her friends. Mm. You know, so it's 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 an interesting game because it's it's one of those things where it's like sometimes it's like people can just get things because of the influence that they can have on the world. Yeah, and then some people are like, well, this person's struggling and can't afford it, so it's not a fair world. Well, what even is influencing? Like, I don't think getting someone to to click on a ten percent off link and buy whatever how much does it's it work? Like, what yeah, it? How, much, how much does it work because there's so many there's so much shit out there there's so many people going swipe up or i'm at this i'm at this restaurant eating this food like and then sometimes i do click depends it depends on the place i'm like oh where's that and i want to see where it is and maybe i save it do i buy off it not necessarily well i mean that like influence is a term like to me it's like influence is I've taken you from this viewpoint mm. to this viewpoint. Yeah. 
that's when I think influence, no. like actual real influence, yeah. it's I've been able to have you go from thinking this way yeah. to now thinking this way, even if you had resistance, not by force, mm. not by force, but just actual true legitimate ability to go on in, to go on influence, right? Yeah. So again, this is the thing. It's like, what is influence? And if you have influence, how do you use it? And again, that's like what I look at. It's like, okay, you got a big following, but like, wh- what's your influence? Like, mm. what what are you influencing people to do? It doesn't seem like much. Yeah. And again, that's my that's my judgment. But not everyone in the world, and this is where, you know, not everyone in the world is meant to be positively influencing people through being having depth or having something or whatever or or sharing 100% of everything that they are and it's like we want to tr- like it's easy to try and hold everyone to the same stance but really it might just not be they might be doing that behind the scenes that they just might not not be doing that on social media and then we then judge that it's like i don't believe everyone should be you know well we put them on a pedestal then well, we can, yeah. And then when you put someone on a pedestal because they are showing up as perfect, what happens is that there's no room to make mistakes. Um, I was looking at this social media the other day and this guy who normally posts very positive stuff started sharing his opinion about what's happening in the world with COVID and facts. And then people started writing. I was reading the comments, which I do sometimes because I'm like, ooh, this is Just great. Get your popcorn. You know? Um, and someone wrote... I used to follow your page for positive stuff and now you're talking about this and I don't like this. And he's like, well, leave my page. It's like, I'm not obliged to post based on what your needs are. I'm posting what I feel like. And that's what he said. And I was like, good on him. I liked you to the extent of which I agreed yes. to your thought points, right? And I feel and, good. When but this is the bullshit about society. Mm. People throw baby out with a bath water. It's like... I've, I, I can love you 90% of the time and then you do something 10% of the time and, don't, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to condemn, condemn the shit out of you, mm. right? And I had someone reach out to me the other day and they said to me, I've followed you, like, and I did something. I, I thought it was funny. Most people thought it was funny, but some people got triggered, right? <laughs> Depends on your methodology. My methodology, that was, was, was through my humor, yeah. right? So they got to see a part of me that they you know, may occasionally might not do, might not see as often. Mm. Right? I try to try to share my personality through my stories and whatnot. But this person had never reached out to me, and they and they started off, and we're good. Like we had a conversation, and we're we're sound, right? Because I can have conversations with people and not have it be a, a shit fight, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. I can be unemotional about. And like it ended up being sweet, which that's the influence. Mm. By the end of it, it's like, oh, you're actually, you know, you're a really good guy. I'm like, yeah, right. Because mm. I was able to go and talk to him, right. But they said, you know, I followed you for years, um, you know, for um, for the value and the stuff that you bring. And what I saw today was blah 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 blah, mm. and. The first thing I said to him was like, wait, you followed me for for years. You followed me for years. Obviously, you've gotten some sort of value. Otherwise, you wouldn't have stuck around. And never once have you reached out to me to share anything of which I've done that you've liked or, or, or has been a positive. But the one thing that over the years that's, that's fucked you off, you felt more than comfortable 
to condemn me over. And I made a point of mentioning that. Mm. And that's what a lot of people do. And it's like, it can't be all challenge and support. You don't want to grow if you don't want challenge and support. Like my job, like we have a friendship. I'm not going to throw you out because of 30% of the things that we don't agree upon and forget about the 70%. It's like, but that's so easy to do on social media. People do it all the time. It's like, you are never going to follow or like anyone in your have anyone in your life if you expect them to think exactly the same way as you do about everything. Mm. And people then, oh, I don't know. I'm going to let you know that I didn't like that, and then I'm going to unfollow. It's like, okay, jog on. What do you fucking want? Like, carry on with your life. You know, you didn't, why did you feel the need to go on? Right? Yeah. Cool. If you're gonna, if you're only here because I have to pander to everything that you believe, stranger who I don't know. Mm. I'm going to post anything. Yeah. Right. And that's just like, that's the, that's the, that's the brittle thing about like social media as like people love pandering. People's like, I don't want to put no nose out of joint, which mm-hmm. then they don't give, they don't show their authenticity that day. People got a more of a dose of more of the, my authentic self. And if I lost followers, that's a beautiful thing because I want people to be around that actually. Actually really like your stuff. Well, but, but can, that are there because they, they're there, uh, not, not just purely, um, that can handle not agreeing with me. Mm-hmm. Like if you can, you're not going to have a single human being in your life. If you need them, if you are going to be on par with a hundred percent of everything, mm-hmm. you will have no one in your life. If you think that's the case. And that's like one of my rules of thumb is that I see a lot of stuff online that I Definitely don't agree with. I'm quite opinionated, right? Mm. Um, but if it's from someone that I, like, I follow, if I show them no love and I show them no appreciation and I don't, and when the things that I do agree with that I, that I love about them, I do not express to them. Mm. I have no right. This is me. This is my, this is my stand. I have no right to jump in. Now think about that. Oh, I want to let them know. Yeah, but how often have you showed them love? Mm because you're obviously here in their space because you love something about them mm. and you don't want to do that. And that's again, like with people, when people comment on their stuff, you'll see it. People will write all this positive stuff and then someone gets one negative comment and they give all their attention to that one negative comment and they show no love back to the people that, that showed them love. Yeah. Right. It's backwards. Mm. And I, I think about that and it's like, if I'm being that person where it's like I dis, I, I reply back to all the people that you know, comment on my stuff, you know, positive, mm. right? And some, and depending on their methodology, if someone's disagreeing with me, but the way that they can conduct themselves is in a healthy manner, I'll engage. But if not, no. Yeah. Right. Mm. What about when uh, people unfollow us or unfollow you? Or are you, you know, well, are you going out of your way to go and see if that's the case? I mean, there is apparently there. Is, I sound. I saw this the other day on on Instagram, and it was like I was just looking at activity because I was like, who? How many followers do I have mm-hmm. in women versus men? And my women, I have sixty three percent women, thirty percent men, thirty seven percent men. And then I saw this many people unfollow you, and I was like, what? I didn't even know that there was a feature. I don't know if that's a good feature. Is it? Yeah, because you can see how many people unfollow oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How many okay, people yeah, follow yeah, you. Yeah. And I was like, huh. Like the little graph. Like. Yeah, there's like a little little thing in social media. You know, sorry, in Instagram. But I thought about that because I was thinking we we're going to have this conversation. But I'm also like, well, how funny is it when 
when you see someone where you're like, oh, I just can't deal with that content. I don't, it doesn't align with me. I don't want to see it on my wall. And now there's a, a method where you can mute them or you do unfollow them. But how offended do we get when people unfollow us and then we see that person in real life and we're like, oh, I unfollowed you. <laughs> and they know, you know. Some people will ask and be like, how come you unfollowed me? Some people are like, fuck it, whatever. That, that, that one doesn't tell you who it was, right? No. So there's ones that like obviously tell you there's apps who's there. done it. Yeah, no, no, yeah. There's apps that show you exactly who's gone and followed oh, that's you. That's a nightmare. If you it's want, like you want it. You want it. If you want to create anxiety for yourself, go and do that. Go and find an app that shows you all the people that unfollowed you. If I did that, <laughs> if I did that every day, because I haven't budged off of, I get new followers all the time, yeah. but I haven't budged off the same follower account, follower amount. Mm. So I'm losing just as many as I'm gaining, right? If I spent all day thinking about who exactly they were, right? Fucking hell. Like, you literally be like, oh, damn, I'm not doing it right. I need to do something better. Again, you're going to go and put shit out there that's not actually in alignment. That's going to change the way that I then go about yeah, how, how so I go about things. Will this lose followers? Will this add followers? You know, and, and that's the danger. So... You're going to get that. No, even if you go and pander to everyone, mm. you're going to get it. Cause then you're going to get people like me. They're going to like, plays it too safe. Yeah. Right. There's people that love, like, like put it this way. And I don't think Jay Shetty is a like, bad dude whatsoever, mm. but, and he's positive and a whole bunch of people love, really love him. But then you get someone like me. It's like, I just like, I'm like, plays it, plays it, plays it safe. Mm. Doesn't want to put, and I'd like, I don't, I don't necessarily value that. It doesn't mean that, I don't think the dude's doing a great job in the world or whatever he's doing. Yeah. But if he was to think, oh, bet, like, oh which he obviously wouldn't because he hasn't got a clue who the fuck I am. Mm. But if he sat there going all the time, like I just didn't because it just, like, I just don't feel like it challenges me enough. Mm. But that doesn't mean that I don't think, but then you he, got, think, the, think fond of him or I think he's not, he's terrible. Then you got the opposite, like someone like Nicole Arba that would be like- That went after him. Controversial call out doesn't care about confrontation like just goes for it and that's how she built her social media i mean i think we all do it differently based on how we were raised you know fight was it fight flight freeze or appease it's like how do you show up when confrontation happens you know it's interesting huh yeah it's, it's just the extension i mean like it could be a whole multitude of things it's like whatever whatever meaning and whatever story we create around it mm. right whatever what like but that's going to happen whether you, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Even if you think you're in control of it or not. Mm. Like, but I, I personally, for me, want people to follow me if they 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 know that they're not going to agree with me all the time. But they can also look at the character of which I go about things, which is he's going to share what he thinks is useful, even if it might rub people the wrong way. Yeah. And I want them to to respect me for that character, but I understand at the same time that it's going to ruffle a few feathers. Mm. The intention is not to ruffle a few feathers, but it's also not to deprive myself of my character. Because the more that I then do that, the more that I'm self-betraying myself. Like it's, for me, if I didn't put myself on the line by, by saying some things that were maybe, I knew were not going to be understood by everyone, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be messing with my own psyche, right? Mm. It's like, I'd be, and that's what I ask is like, it's in your character and you know, you like, again, like the people that know me, like, you know me, mm. I'm more concerned about like, like, oh shit. Like, but Ben's character is 
he lives in his truth, regardless of whether or not people like it or not. Well, you're seeing outside or inside. Like that's that's where the gap should be. There shouldn't be a gap. I mean, I say there shouldn't, but that's that's the well, thing we all need to work on. Yeah, it's like how do we work on the gap? And ask yourself, whoever's watching, listening, ask yourself, what is the gap? What is it that I'm trying to portray? What is the need that I'm seeking? What am I seeking right now? Because I think we can all check in and go, how do I show up? Because if you are feeling lonely or depressed or you're not feeling like connected, there's a reason. The only reason is because you're putting stuff at something out there that is not fully in alignment with who you really are. Or your your character is like, yeah. And again, the people that know me, Mm. they respect me for the fact that I'm willing to have enough self-worth to go and put that out there, even if it annoys a couple of people. Mm. And if I stop doing that, then I'm portraying my character. And the people that know me, see them i'm catering to people that only know me by reputation yeah you're definitely way more controversial than me i think i need to get a bit more controversial and you need to be you need to be a bit more kinder. it's not even controversial like i'm not even <laughs> trying to be controversial it's just like i just know that um i have opinions that some people are going to see differently but again mm-hmm. like i have so many friends that i follow that have, think completely differently on so many many things mm. But I don't think they're a shitty person for them. Yeah. I have the ability to go, they're a great person. On this one thing, we don't see eye to eye. But that doesn't mean that they're any less of a person or they, they, they're of any value or I don't respect them just mm-hmm. as much. And I view myself in the same way. But if you're going to not have the same way back to me, then okay. On your bike. Cool. And again, it's not guys. You know, I, I could say a whole bunch of things that are like controversial. But again, it depends on your methodology. And it depends on your comfort zone of how you view confrontation. Like, because people are going to come back. Are you going to be able to handle it? And I think it's, it's something that we all should speak up about. It's like, okay, we all have a voice. Are we waiting? Is my voice going to be heard? Am I going to be seen as this? Am I going to be seen as awful? Am I going to be seen as negative? So I think we all need to check you, in. You're going to get that. Yeah. Like, and I say it all the time when we so it's like half the people that have met me are going to say I'm one of the greatest people that they've ever met. The other half are going to say I'm a complete asshole. They're both right. Mm. That's just what self-worth is. You're willing to go and do that. And you kind of can become a little bit masochistic in the fact is like, like my self-worth builds the more I do things that are more in alignment but run the risk of other people really not truly understanding. Mm. Right, yeah, and that becomes that's but that becomes your where where you're fed from, yeah. Not the avoid, not the avoiding of it, right. And again, that falls back on the, onto life experiences and your own personal wounding and where you're trying to get your needs fulfilled and met. Mm. And while I say all that stuff, some people are going to have a really hard time doing that. They've lived different experiences than me. My, my difficulties and challenges are somewhere else. Mm. Being concerned with other people's opinions just, happens, just so happens to not be as much of one, again, due to where my, my childhood, my, my upbringing, all these things, right? Mm. So that's why like some people like, I really have a hard time with that. Yeah, but my battles are somewhere else, you know? So while I say that, that's not like, oh, I'm a grandi- it's grandiose thing, like look at me fucking... Right? No, but, I think in the end of the day, everybody wants to be seen, like I said, 100%. seen, heard, loved, approved of. 
accepted and i think you know the, the more we can improve on our own image behind and accept the, the parts of ourselves we don't like the more we're going to actually show up authentically yeah so yeah I so think, what what else have we got that we want to i think we hit pretty much a lot so oh one thing it's already 128 i think we've been going for a while how to handle our investment pressure. All right. Cool. Yeah. Wrap well, it up because we've got to fucking look through back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Kill, kill, kill. All right. Thanks, guys, for. Um, thanks for checking in. If for you're checking in. coming in from YouTube or listening to this on the podcast, this is really just a discussion about why social media is shaping the way we look at ourselves, the way we accept ourselves, the way we show up in our day to day and the gap. What is the gap? Am I happy with how I show up in real life? Or am I just pretending to have this life on social media? And we discuss things from relationships, we go into selfies, men versus women, we go into what it feels like to be narcissistic if we post too many selfies there's so many things we go into in this in this episode so make sure you guys check it out yeah i'm off to go post a selfie as we speak in the rice field <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys